you've arrived at our Casa, Casa de Confidence. This week's guest is Lynn Louise Larson, host of the Cosmic Valkyrie podcast. Welcome to Casa de Confidence, a podcast for women and some cool dudes going in the direction of their dreams and the confidence it takes to reach them. I'm your host, Julie DeLuca Collins. And your sidekick, handsome hot husband, that again. I am a dreamer, a traveler, a visionary, and risk taker. I am a lover of books, activist, philanthropist, and most of all, we are supporter of people and their dreams. If you stumble into the casa for the first time, welcome. If you've been here before, we're so glad you're back. Grab your drink of choice, settle in, and make yourself at home. Good morning and happy Sunday to you, mister. And good morning to you, my awesome, beautiful hostess with the mostest. For whatever reason, I thought you were going to call me princess, but I guess that's not what you're calling me today. All right, let's do it. Let's do it again. You ready? Ready? Mm-hmm. Hey. Good morning, Daniel Samuel. How are you doing, princess queen of all? Oh, I am doing great. For people that don't know... Julie's phone calls her Princess Queen of All. Yes, it does. Yes, because she programmed it that way. It is my proper title, of course. It is your proper title? (laughs) 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 Anyway, Uh, what are you drinking today? I haven't asked you that in a long, long time. Here, I'm going to give you a clue. Mm. Oh, it sounds like the same thing that I'm drinking. Except I I put more eyes in my iced coffee today. Oh, very good. Because it was a little uh, heavy and dark. And I need to, okay, public service announcement. If you haven't had a mammogram, go and get a mammogram. Yes. And for you ladies who have dense breast, and you know what I'm talking about, coffee is not a good thing. So I am in the process of... I'm not going to say I'm going to give up coffee because it is a pleasure in life, but I am weaning myself from multiple cups a day hmm. and going back to one. So how? why is coffee uh, not so good for people with dense breasts? Because of the caffeine. I'm not sure. I, I All I know is that supposed to be good i could google it and tell people but i'm not going to all right i'm gonna google it right now google it right now okay caffeine and caffeine and boobs and by the way boobs i have a bone to pick with you the audience she's got a bone to pick with you guys no with you daniel Hmm. daniel was practicing his little introduction today for the podcast and he said that watermelon is just water with seeds what the heck? Watermelon's entirely overrated. Oh, no, it's not. Watermelon <laughs> is life. My mom said that when she was pregnant with me, she would eat a whole watermelon. And guess what? Mm. I freaking love watermelon. All right. I One wanna, of my favorite things ever. I want to read something. Okay, go ahead. Read something to me. Anecdotally, 
some women report that breast pain symptoms improve when they go off of caffeine hmm. or reduce the amount of caffeine in their diets. Although there is no research that has documented that this effect gotcha. is actually true. Hmm. Still okay to go caffeine-free to see if it relieves discomfort from breast cysts. Well, I am going to have to go caffeine-free. And maybe, you know what? I could see this being a correlation. My boobs have been hurting a lot. And at first I hmm. thought it was because I had the vaccine. Yes, that is correct. I'm vaccinated. Um, yes, I got vaccinated back in January and the beginning of February. All our listeners <clears throat> know this because we've talked about it numerous Okay, times. well, I'm talking about it again. But I'm not going to talk about whether you should or not, but you should. Hmm. Um, <laughs> and you know what? I have been drinking a lot more coffee this year than I have in previous years. Mm. And I'm almost wondering if that is a correlation. Interesting. I think we need to do a scientific experiment. What do you think? I think so. So mm. I think the, what is it? The moral of the story is mm-hmm. that Julie made a statement. Yes. And said that, that coffee is bad for people with, what'd you say? Dense. D- dense breasts. breasts. <laughs> is that hard for you now, to say? This was, this was an unresearched opinion. And <clears throat> I would encourage you all to do your own, your own research. And maybe, you know what? Everyone's different. Mm-hmm. You can try things in your diet and change things and see if it affects you. You know, I mean, it's a non-scientific approach, but uh, listen, anyway. I know, and I've heard this. Well, you know what? Maybe what? We, maybe we should start the recording over just in case we're uh, propagating misinformation. First of all, it is not misinformation. My breast hurt when I have more caffeine, and this is like, where are you reading your information? Because uh, this is anecdotal. Mayo Clinic. <laughs> well, what do they know? <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Uh, go and do your own research. You know go what? Go and Knowledge feel your boobs. Power and- yeah. Go feel your boobs with and without caffeine. Not you, Daniel. Uh, for for the <laughs> listeners' information, I'm feeling my own chest. Not. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to put up the explicit rating again. <laughs> no, you're not. No, you're not. Okay, let's move on. Let's move on. Okay. Yes, just for 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 women, it's important. Yes. Well, here here's the takeaway: people need to listen. Okay, go ahead. All right, go ahead. It's important. Women self-examine. Equally important for the any men listening, self-examine the parts of your body that are prone for lumps and cancers. It's important that you become familiar with your body. So you know early on if there's anything not quite right. So that's my point of uh, that's that's my PSA. This is Wait a minute, PSA. PSA. What's PSA? Public service announcement. Isn't PSA also the level for men's test for? Yes, that's your PSA as well. <laughs> that's my PSA. Oh my gosh! Oh yes, my goodness! It's your PSA level. Are we a little punchy today? For men in your forty, yeah. Okay. okay. All okay. right. All right. First all right. of all, people, we are not people doctors. Are, people are. We <laughs> are not doctors or giving scientific advice. You need to talk to your own provider. Yes. Right. Okay. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> there was, I don't know. Oh my gosh! You know what? Continuing on. Hey, by the way. Yes. Today is my niece Maggie's birthday. Happy birthday, Maggie. 
Happy birthday to you. Don't bother singing. She's not listening. These millennials don't listen to the podcast. I'm going to try it. Compleanos a ti. No, that's not how you sing it. I know, but were the words correct? No. Dang it. It's feliz cumpleaños a ti. I said cumpleaños a ti. Cumpleaños is not cumpleaños. Nos. Nos. Yeah. Okay. Cumpleaños. All right. Thank you for the Spanish lesson. Anytime. Come oh back again. By the way, I um purchased, I purchased, because, you know, first of all, I will always be learning. But I purchased uh, Dave Hollis's new book. It was on pre-sale, which entitled me to his little course that he is running. Hmm. And I tuned in on Monday. Mm-hmm. And he was talking, very inspirational, by the way. And then he was talking about how we need to create an avatar for ourselves of who we want to become. And, you know, something that empowers you, inspires you. And I was like, huh, what is my avatar? Like, what would I create as my avatar? Would it be Batwoman? I'm like, no, I don't want to be a bat. Or a Catwoman? No way. That's dumb, too. I'm like, Supergirl? No, not for me. And then I kept going over in my brain. And, you know, although I am a big fan of Linda Carter and Wonder Woman and also, um, you know, the new girl. I forget her name now that I'm speaking about it. Wow. (laughs) Anyway, although I am a fan of Wonder Woman, Mm -hmm. that's not. And then I thought, oh, what about that crazy chick? The crazy chick on, um, you know, girlfriend to the Joker. Wow. And I was like, yeah, not not her either. I appreciate the effort you're putting <laughs> into bringing my world into yours right now. Okay. But listen, I finally came up who my avatar is going to be for the next six months, who I want to embody because she is strong and powerful and although has a feminine side, she is amazing. And she has been probably someone that I have loved and admire forever. All right. That means it's somebody who's existed for a while. So I'm going to go fictional character. A fictional character. Okay. Someone who I love. But I'm, it's really going to give me like that picture avatar that I want to embody. All right. Let's go with Betty Boop. <sighs> no. Okay. Wait a minute. Oh, my God. Not, not Betty Be Boop. serious. Okay. I'm going to go with Minnie Mouse. Can't stand it when Maybe you're not. ridiculous. Let me think. Let me think. Okay, me can think. you be serious about this? Who I, do I like love and is like, oh my God, I want to be her. I wanted to be her when I was little. Not no reason why I shouldn't want to be embody her characteristics now. I have no idea. I'm drawing a blank. Well, hmm. why don't you let the let, let me know here? How about Princess Leia? Princess Leia. General Leia. General Leia? Ooh, there's the ring. There's the ring. I love it. Princess General (laughs) Leia. Cool. Mm. May the force be with you. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) And also with you. (laughs) All right. All right. Six months of Leia. (laughs) Why are you laughing? Laughing? Oh, because I know your mind. Uh, I know your mind. Okay. Oh. Back to me. Yes, and, go ahead. And this whole propelling myself. I um you know, I have my little what is that thing in front of me? 
the computer? Not that. Your Instagram tiles? No, in front, over there, that thing that we made. I can't think of the name. Your something board. Your something board, your dream yeah, board. My, your, what what can it? I think of it? Your dream board. Wow, your I'm failing today. Aspirational poster. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> you no. know what? It's it's a rough Sunday for us. We were at a um, we were at a party yesterday. And oh we my god! Had a good time. And we we're just a little tired today. So and you know what? The gang got together. And gang it's got been together a while since the gang has been all we got together. Home like midnight. It was not midnight. It was after midnight. Oh, I guess it was after midnight, and the party started early in the afternoon. Right. So, and <gasps> it is my vision board. Oh my gosh! Thank you so much, vision board. <laughs> Everyone in the audience that knows what it is, and think a lot of people know what it is. They're all yelling at their radio. It's a vision board. Vision okay. board, Julie. Vision board. <laughs> right. So, okay, <laughs> my vision board sits in a, a, across from me, mm-hmm. so I can take a look at it and it's actually fallen over um i need to go pick it up but i need to put a picture of princess leia on it so that i can envision right. the characteristics of princess leia that i want to embody okay hmm. what do right. you what's your avatar gonna be i didn't know i had to pick one so i i'm telling you now pick one it'll be I, fun it'll uh, be a little adventure this is going to be a process. If oh, i have an avatar God. for this year yeah what do you want to envision and body gain characteristics from i don't know i'll get back to you hmm. all right a little, a little little later don't make it a little old man something or whatever a little old man something. yeah my avatar is my 21 year old self your 21 year old self mm-hmm. why you were married to somebody else what you want to embody that okay i, I got wait Come a minute on. i've got a better one okay go ahead my avatar is my 31-year-old self. Do you know why? Because you lost a lot of weight at 31. I didn't lose a lot of weight at 31. Oh, what did you do at 31? Well, I did. I lost a lot of weight at 31. (laughs) You're you're correct. (laughs) But I was at the healthiest that I have ever been in my life. Okay. And I think I need to be that avatar not that i want to go back in time maybe you should wrong. be the rock that should be your avatar oh the rock should be my oh geez yeah because he has a cheat day once a week there you go <laughs> you're welcome that's why i'm a life coach and you're not i'm just gonna <laughs> i'm just gonna do the. i'm gonna do the rocks method i'm oh. just going to adopt his cheat day <laughs> no do not adopt his freaking cheat day <laughs> his cheat day is crazy because he he, well, obviously, he's he's a bodybuilder and he, he bulks up, but his cheat day is enough calories to feed a small village, enough calories for mm-hmm. a small village for, like, a three month. days. A month. Come on. Yeah. Don't be anyway. crazy. Okay. So, I think that, work on that avatar. I think The Rock's a good avatar for you because you're into, you know, things that The Rock is into. I, you know what? I have a signed copy of The Rock's first book. Oh, good for you, honey. It's a good read, actually. It's a very oh, good read. Very nice. So <clears throat> I've had it for 20 years, ever since he, mm. he wrote it. Yeah, something like that. Very nice. So, when okay. he was when he was the pebble. Like Bam Bam and Pebbles? No, The Rock. He was the pebble when he was a little kid. That's It's his joke. He makes the joke. Oh, Back when okay. I was just a little pebble. 
<laughs> That's clever. That's <laughs> very cute. I Sorry. like it. All right, Julie. Tell us about our guest today. Well, Lynn Louise Larson is the Cosmic Valkyrie. And for the past 10 years as a master hypnotist, she has been helping frustrated professionals all over the world step into the visionary that they are meant to be. She teaches individuals how to completely heal and let go of the past so they can manifest their dreams, life, and business with flow and with ease. And overall, my conversation with her was very informative because, again, growing up Catholic, right, and I think that even in in certain religions, right, you are told, oh, hypnotist, bad, or this, bad, or you have a lot of different belief systems. And well, hold, hold on, Julie. I just have one thing to say. Yes, Daniel. I, I know you mentioned the Catholic, growing up Catholic and, and thinking that um, hypnosis was against the church. Mm-hmm. It's actually a misconception. Oh, well. Actually, a lot of the, the people of the church believe it is not uh, something that the church that that particular church actually um, believes in, but uh, that was actually in the 50s was approved by the Pope. And a lot of people don't know that, but it is actually approved by the church. Well, so if you got a hang, if you have a hang up about hypnosis, perfect because of religious reasons, there you go. Don't worry about it. There you go. Thank you, Father Dan, for that. We appreciate (laughs) it. I am so glad that you fact check me, and I am so glad that you're always here by my side to help me navigate, uh, you know, this this stuff. Because sometimes I forget to go back and really look for facts, and you do that so well. So I love that you're able to do that. Now, for me to be able to um, research, speak to individuals, and learn, and and really educate myself on what is a misconception and not is very important. I love that Lynn Louise has an objective to help others stop operating from the belief system that they can't, but that she helps them create um, a new future by overcoming the fear and some of the trauma that they may have in their past and and understand that there's possibilities, not only for their health, but their life overall. And I really enjoyed being a guest on her podcast. And I was a guest back a couple months, but now I'm releasing this because as we begin to move from the end of summer to fall, I want us to really evaluate where we have been, what are the things that hold us back. And Lynn Louise in this conversation can help you begin to do that so that as we start to set goals for the last quarter of the year for ourselves and personally or in our business, we really use how, you know, the tools and the lessons from the past to guide us to a new future. All right, then, without further ado, Julie and Lynn Louise Larson. All right, well, welcome to the Casa de Confidence. Today, I have my friend and amazing superstar in Clubhouse, Lynn Larson. Lynn Larson, I met you in Clubhouse, and I am so glad I did. We have been looking to get this date on the books for uh, a few times, and here we are. It is meant to be today. So, Lynn, welcome to CASA. Why don't you introduce yourself and tell us who you are? Thanks so much for having me. I've also been looking forward to this. My name is Lynn Louise, like you said, and I'm known as the Cosmic Valkyrie. 
Ooh, and I what I do that. is I, I know I'm super cosmic. So watch out. This interview is going to go deep into uh, the 5D, but I help frustrated professionals let go of their limitations so that they can operate from possibility and manifest great wealth within their business. That is amazing. And I know that you are definitely making an impact in the world. I see you, how you speak to women. I listen to your podcast. And I have a question. What led you here? Oh, I love this because it gives me an opportunity to share my story and, um, it gives me the opportunity to share my story and hopefully give others hope that they need for their own transformation. So like most of us, I popped out onto this earth and I knew that I had big plans. Mm. I had a higher purpose. I was going to change lives. I was going to, you know, impact so many people. And at the age of 15, I was sexually assaulted by a close friend and upperclassman. Mm. And that night, my self-trust just ran away from me. And even though, logically, I knew that, even though, logically, I knew that it wasn't my fault, Mm. my subconscious was telling me, oh, no, 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 you can't trust yourself, Lynn Louise. You got in the car in the first place. So... I handed over all those big decision maker making. I handed over all the big decisions to be made by parents, school counselors, Mm. doctors, whoever I thought knew better than me. And so where did I, where did that lead me? I ended up going to university, climbing Mm -hmm. the corporate America ladder, landed myself in a beautiful corner office great view of the bay. I had an amazing apartment that most people wouldn't be able to afford. I had a wonderful boyfriend. I was able to eat out when I liked. I bought Mm -hmm. the clothes that I desired. From the outside, my life looked perfect. But what was going on behind the scenes, I was emotionally eating. I was drinking myself to sleep. I was living paycheck to paycheck because I was spending money as fast as I got it because Mm -hmm. I thought If you just have the right handbag, if you just join the right gym, if you just live in the right apartment, if you just find the right city or the right Right. company to work for, you're going to be happy. You were trying to fill that void with all the things that in the end don't matter, right? Right. And one day, that beautiful office that I absolutely loved... I was standing looking out over the bay and I felt like my life was collapsing around me. I, I was overwhelmed. I was depressed. I felt alone in this world. I had no idea where to turn. I felt like an Mm. imposter. I didn't know how the hell I made it there because what I knew in my heart was that I was meant for great things. And I was put on this earth to help others, not Mm -hmm. help corporations. Mm. But what happened in that moment when I felt as if everything was collapsing, I realized that if I wanted things to change, I needed to change. So I gave myself priority to take my healing into my own hands. Mm -hmm. I gave myself priority to prioritize me once and for all. Then I spent the next decade 
collecting and, you know, like joining mentorships, researching, developing, seeing what worked, seeing what didn't work, really looking and searching for that ability to completely heal from my past. And I found it and I've put it all together in my 10X rapid recovery method that mm-hmm. I deliver to others so that they don't have to take a decade. They can take 10 weeks <clears throat> and heal and let go and work from possibility. I think that working from possibility and healing is something that uh, many people don't realize that it's possible. I I love that phrase that says, I am possible. And when we are struggling, and sometimes we don't even know that we're struggling, we're just going on about our life and life is, you know, we, as life used to be pre-pandemic, right? We um, ran around, got our kids to school, cooked dinner, went and volunteered or did this and met friends. And we, we run, and even now, right? We have created a new normal at home or as we're starting to come out of this and we don't realize that we have all of this that is really tugging at our hearts, but we ignore it. We, we try to fill those voids and we, there is a possibility for us to get to what we're meant to do. Um, and I love that you found that and now you're turning that around to help others. What is one of the biggest struggles you think for you in that journey? Did you ever feel like giving up in those 10 years? Prior to committing to prioritizing me, there were many times that I considered giving up. And I came from a place where I had done the therapy, I'd learned the tools, Mm -hmm. but then I would be triggered and fall back into those behaviors. And I had been suicidal. I'd tried to commit suicide at a young age. But once I prioritized myself, then I knew I had hope. Hope is the first thing. Mm. I have a lot of people ask me like, well, how do you know if you're struggling? And I say, look at your environment. Are you struggling paycheck to paycheck? Are you sad all the time? Are you anxious all the time? Do you have panic attacks? Do you, are you continually living out that to-do lifestyle, that to-do list? Mm -hmm. Right. Are you staying busy and can't sit with yourself? without starting to feel shame, regret, anger. And I I think that this is the problem too for many of us who, and and I've been there, I think that we want to cancel out the the shame, right? And that's why Brene Brown talks about wrapping yourself in that shame shawl because it allows you to, you know, sit in and know that once you do that, that you can start to begin to heal. And that's, that's the process of healing is really accepting and not trying to be or do or, or change um, without acknowledging what are the things that don't serve you without acknowledging what are the things that you need to move forward with. Um, I, I think that your story is very courageous and, and everything that you went through is definitely benefiting uh, the women and the individuals that are coming to you. Um, you have, um, you, you use hypnotherapist, 
right? Hypnosis. Tell me a little bit about that because I think that, you know, I, I will be full-fledged um, open my experience with hypnosis. Um, we went, my ex-husband and I, um, his cousin turned 50 and <clears throat> they invited a few, 50 of us to go to Vegas and they, everything was on them. It was very, very uh, generous of them. We had to fly ourselves there, but then, and part of the trip was to go to one of the hypnos, you know, shows, whatever. And that's my only experience. And I think that many people have misconceptions or thoughts or ideas. And I want to, you know, be able to give the opportunity for people to open their minds and put aside maybe any thoughts or, or misconceptions or preconceptions and hear from an expert, someone who is certified and does this. What is it? How does it work? And how do you um, use it to be able to support people that you work with? So, yes, I'm a master hypnotist and I specialize in regression. Mm -hmm. Movies, theater, Vegas, it's all given a really poor impression of what hypnosis is. <laughs> hypnosis has been certified by the medical industry as a valid form of healing. Mm -hmm. It is scientifically proven. It has been around uh, since the 1800s It's or even longer. It works with the subconscious. So mm -hmm. what most people believe to be true, which is not false. So we'll get over what is false first. You are never in a trance. It is not a form of sleeping. Yes. You, you do not lose control mm. at any given time. You can come in and out of hypnosis very easily, and everyone is always in and out of hypnosis daily. Mm -hmm. It is a brain wave. It is a state of being. So you can think of while you're laying and watching TV, you're mm -hmm. mostly in alpha state. That is where you're like dozing in and out, and you're like watching it. You know, that's alpha state. Mm -hmm. Then there's the theta state. This is where we take you during hypnosis. Have you ever been driving your car and all of a sudden you realize, oh my God, what, where, where, where have I been? I missed How my did I exit. Get there? Yeah. yeah. Okay. You're in hypnosis. Mm -hmm. You're still able to control and maneuver and work your way around, mm -hmm. but you're in a state of sub suggestible state of mind of mind right yep so what we're doing in hypnosis is we're helping you reframe your perspective and interpretations that you have created around your past and your past beliefs mm -hmm. not every hypnotherapist is created equal and there are definitely a lot of hypnotherapists that do not work in regression. Mm -hmm. So there's different types of hypnosis <clears throat> and there's particular certifications. Mm -hmm. And with me, I'm a deep diver. So there's probably, gosh, not even a handful of us in the state of New York that are doing the stuff that I do, the deep dives. Mm -hmm. So you want to be really particular when you're looking for hypnotherapists that have the capability of doing this. So they can say 
they do regression, Mm -hmm. but you want to really know who you're working with before you do this, because it's all about your transformation. Right. What is regression for those people who don't know? It's regressing you back to pre-trauma or pre-unfortunate events. Okay. So, and so, and and I I like that you said that because I think that you know in in uh, and I grew up in a in a religious I guess environment, and I think that a lot of times we villainize things that we don't understand or things that we don't know about. And we begin to create these misconceptions. Um, the word regression in some ways has been, um, you know, I'm really open to, to, to things. And, and I, I remember and I look back at the 20 year old that, or 25 year old that was so like anti everything, like, Oh, that's terrible. Oh, that's evil. All oh, that, you know, and I, and, and through the years and I, and, and if anything, my first marriage, my first husband was Jewish, but he really questioned a lot of my beliefs and he really helped me to say, well, why do you believe that? Why do you, um, stand is your stance on that this way? And I like that, you, you know, the work of regression and going back to pre-trauma state and, you know, for me is, is very important as a coach, right? Because I, I believe that we create these limiting beliefs and these belief systems that don't serve us and keep us stuck. So, and I, yeah. yeah, and I think people have to understand that hypnosis is science-based. It's brain science. Yes, thank you for sharing that. And I think that this is something so important that people need to at least open the conversation and be able to... um you know, dialogue with others and learn and, 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 and say, you know, why, what is this? And why do I have this thought about it? Because thoughts sometimes are false. Thoughts are false. (laughs) So here's the basic. This is like the breakdown. Your logical brain, your (laughs) frontal lobe has very finite memory. Yeah. It is operating from what just happened a few hours ago, maybe last month. It's very finite, but your subconscious has infinite memory. It remembers every single Mm. thing since birth, since birth. I love that. (laughs) Right? So what it is, is your subconscious, your reptilian brain, which was formed during caveman times, Mm -hmm. is your warning system. It's where it's going to store everything that it knows that could possibly be a threat. Now, I want you to process this. Mm -hmm. The purpose of your subconscious mind is to keep you safe. Right. So it's processing every threat Mm -hmm. that it perceives And creates a belief system around it to keep you safe. But a lot of the times it's keeping you trapped. Trapped from excelling in your business. Mm -hmm. Trapped from accelerating in your relationships. In your health, your wellness in many places. Because it's creating behaviors and beliefs around those situations. So I'll use myself as an example. While... I am no longer in a life-threatening situation of being sexually assaulted or mugged Mm -hmm. or anything like that. My brain was still identifying threats in my environment continuously based on that experience and that particular feeling. Mm. Because there's no difference between 
the threat of sexual assault or the feeling of I'm afraid to go on a social, you know, on a Facebook live, it is the same physical mm-hmm. indicator. And then my body, my body sends out a signal to my brain. Oh my God, she's scared. She's scared. And then it says, don't do that. Don't do that. That's scary. Right. That's scary. Boom. Another belief system is aligned. Mm-hmm. Right. So while our subconscious really is trying to keep us safe all the time. It's keeping us operating in those limiting beliefs and those limiting circumstances. So what we're doing and why you see people going back into abusive relationships or living in poverty from generation to generation is the belief systems that are created from birth and taught to you are reinstilled. And then you just keep validating them and creating those behaviors and beliefs to keep you trapped. Yeah. And I think that this is one of the things that we need to reprogram our brains because first of all, we're not going to be able to erase some of the old programming, but we need to create new ones that really service. Um, I'm loving your mug, by the way, your little Wonder Woman mug. And wait, hold on. I'm going to have to show you mine. Look, I have a little teddy bear. I (laughs) I love women that have fun mugs. So I always, always, always. Um, So this is so interesting. And so what I want your audience to understand, to give them hope is that where they've been operating from up until this point is on autopilot with their subconscious. So it's just been like back there dictating Mm -hmm. the show, creating hate Mm -hmm. behaviors and habits and just like telling them what to do without any intentional thought. But as a society, we're taught, okay, you can change that through willpower, which is your frontal lobe, your logical brain. We know that willpower doesn't work. It does not. Right? But why on a science aspect does it not work? Because our habits and behaviors are formed in the subconscious Mm -hmm. brain. So you're not using your logical brain to reprogram your subconscious. What you're doing is just trying to talk your way out of it. You're just saying, okay, I'm not going to do that. And then you're just going to try and do your way out of it. Mm -hmm. But it takes a lot of brain power to try to create from that willpower space from that Mm -hmm. logical brain. So if you're not getting enough sleep, if you're not giving it great nutrients, Mm -hmm. if you're eating a lot of sugar or filling your body full of pollutants, it's Mm -hmm. not going to operate at the highest capabilities. So throughout your day, you're using so much brain power, so much physical Mm -hmm. energy to try and change your behaviors through your frontal lobe that it uses it all up. And then by five o'clock in the afternoon, three o'clock in the afternoon, your brain is like, Oh my God, I'm so tired. I don't have right. any I energy. Need to space I'm not out. I need to, yeah. Yeah. That's what or happens. it's yeah. just going to be really easy. Instead of trying to fight my way to a new pattern, let's just go through the drive through at McDonald's. Or, you know mm-hmm. what, Louise, why don't you grab that glass of wine to make yourself feel better mm-hmm. through these after, after work right. anxieties? Right. Right. Yeah. You know, it, it's really funny you mentioned that. I actually had, um, I woke up early. Um, yesterday and, um, we had a project that my husband and I needed to get done before he actually went to his, uh, regular aerospace job. 
And uh, this is a project for, for our company, for Go Confidently Services. And um, by 8 o'clock, and, and I, I have been really, you know, working because I have an autoimmune. So I know that and, and a lot of what you talked about, right? I know that what goes in helps me perform or not. So I have been having salads. I've been really watching, you know, the nutrients that I'm really feeding my body because I want to be at optimal health. Um, lo and behold, I, I did not sleep well the night before. So this started to set me up and really I was doing a lot of work throughout the day. My husband left and super productive day because I had coaching and this and that. And I popped into, I think your room or maybe the day before it was so fun. Um, five o'clock came and I was so tired and I had not had enough water. I realize, I, and I know, because I have a bottle. I have a big bottle that, you know, it's a, it's a gallon. And that's what I shoot for the day. But I was halfway there because I had back-to-back meetings and I didn't want to get up to go to the bathroom. So when my husband uh, walked in, I said, oh, can we just go to Chinese or, go? I mean, Mexican? I don't really feel like cooking. I don't really, and, and mind you, the, I, I actually had a salad done in, in the refrigerator already. But it didn't sound good. It didn't. And I'm like, oh, I don't feel like it. You know, and that, that, because the concept of the comfort or the, what we know was more attractive. And my brain was like, oh, you deserve it. You've had a rough day. You're tired. You woke up early. And I had to really. You know, and, and it was funny because my husband's like, well, we'll go out tomorrow. I mean, we have food here. You, you made a salad. We'll make a big, you know, salad and, you know, some protein in there. And I'm thinking, Ugh, that doesn't sound good. And it really and, and my husband is so funny because he doesn't like to eat outside in our patio. But he was like went outside and he's trying to set up. And I'm like, oh, this doesn't. I wanted some chips and salsa and a margarita. And I and, and then finally, as he's you know, making the food, I realized I was like, wow, you really are having a tantrum here in your brain because I was sulking the whole time and I wanted that comfort. And immediately, like, I stopped as he went to the other room and I took a deep breath and I said, okay, I know this is what you're feeling. You're feeling tired. You're feeling like, you know, like that's, but Make you know you have an opportunity to connect with your husband here, appreciate him, look at him. He wants to eat outside, which he hates. And um, and I have to tell you, my salad was like the best salad ever. It was delicious. <laughs> I made it. it. It had feta cheese. And it was like a little Greek Italian, so lovely. And it hit the spot. And that was so much better than, you know, whatever. And, and not to say that I don't enjoy going out, but I can make that a plan in moderation. I can create that traction for myself, but really being intentional with what you are looking. And I had to go back and say, hey, you have some goals for yourself. You wanted to really, you know, you wanted to be able to say that you are eating nutritious throughout the week. It's all about prioritizing you and falling in love with who you are right now. Yeah, absolutely. And Lynn, I think that this is exactly why, you know, I share the story because I think that a lot of people get into very similar situations. 
they get into this self-judging, shaming themselves. Mm-hmm. I'm married to a chef. He specializes in pa- French pastries mm. and he's a chocolatier, right? Mm. And I am the last person, I'm a former winemaker too, and I'm the last person that will say, don't go out to eat because we are here on this planet to enjoy mm-hmm. everything. everything. You have to look at the reason why you're going. Right. So in your situation, you were going on those old neural pathways that were trying to find comfort in external mm-hmm. circumstances, when you already had a clear avenue prepared for you in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. But this is very common because this is part of the brain science of it. When you are depleted in all those, and when you're living from external circumstances and continual fight or flight, right. so much happens. So if we go back to where I was when I had my world crashing around mm-hmm. and I was finding like emotional eating, drinking and stuff, what happens is you get up in the morning, you're rested, you go to work and all of a sudden your boss gets angry and you allow yourself to be triggered, mm-hmm. sending up those high alert systems and your brain says, Lynn, remember that morning that you went, remember that day at lunch that you went and had Mexican food and it made you feel better? Go do that. And then you go, then you feel better for a little while and then you get back to work and a coworker or somebody Mm -hmm. like triggers you again, automatically you start planning that night out with your girlfriends. Mm -hmm. What's happening is every habit that you have is created around distractions. So you'll go distract myself. Okay. For a little bit, fight or flight, Mm -hmm. distract, fight or flight. And when you get into that cycle where your 24 hours is just based in literally fight or flight because your distractions aren't working anymore. And the more you drink, the less it helps. What happens is that's when you start getting high cortisol levels, when you start getting all those chronic illnesses Mm -hmm. and landing yourself in, you know, pre-diabetic conditions because your body is never regulated. It is always under high alert. Right. And I think that, you know, we go from these dopamine hits to dopamine hits. And that is why, you know, and, and let's go back to that whole shame shawl, right? That the more that we, you know, have an intention or we want certain goals for our life, but we keep hitting in this cycle of 24 hours and, and you know, looking for that comfort um, then we beat ourselves up for not being where we would like to be. You have to, this is one thing that I really dive into. And the ultimate goal in life is to love and accept yourself 100% where you are yeah, absolutely. at any given moment. Self-love and is a big thing. It seems like, um, It seems impossible and we're told as a culture that it's not possible, but it truly is. Mm. I love that. Lynn, if you, if you were working with somebody and their issue was really being able to, um, create traction of self love for themselves, what, what is a good way for someone to start that? Because we as women, and I I don't want to speak for most of us, but I think self-love, we are taught that, hey, you need to, and and this is Mother's Day weekend, right? We need to give for others, do for others, and and many uh, uh, women tend to put themselves last. So walk us through the process Mm. of creating some self-love, and what are ways in which people can do this? 
Well, I wish there was a magic pill, um, <laughs> but there's not. This is really a method that like the 10X rapid recovery method mm-hmm. is really what uh, helps you implement and start and gets you to that point where you can love yourself 100%. The first thing though, and I'm glad you brought it up is integrity. When we have, I hear so often women say, I have self, I I have integrity. I do what I say Mm -hmm. I'm going to do. And I say, yeah, look at your life. How much are you doing for others? Mm -hmm. You're showing up for work. You're taking care of your kids, your grandkids, your boss, whatever, Mm -hmm. whatever it is, you're always showing up for others. But when was the last time you said you were going to do something for yourself that was important for your health, wellness, or state of being and did it? Not a manny and a petty, but really, you know, maybe nurturing your body, going to bed early, drinking the damn water, right? Though though that stuff is, or sitting silently and meditating or journaling. You know, we talk about all these things and, you know, they're, they're, oh, that'd be nice, but It's about prioritizing you Mm. and you're the only one that can do it because you're the only one that's responsible for yourself. So knowing that when you say yes to yourself, like Mm -hmm. when you say, and this is one reason why, like I have a free workshop or or reboot camp before my openings of the door up to Mm -hmm. my program masterclass every time, because it's really important for women to understand if you're going to say yes to this, then you're sticking to it. There's and you're no saying no up. to no something else. It, it, it's, you know, we're so aligned in so many different ways. I'm hosting a five-day challenge starting next week. And the reason I'm doing it is because I know that this time of year, especially now, we're starting to open up. We're starting to commit. We're starting to put ourselves out there. And it's important to really be able to detox from the things that don't serve us, really strategize how you're going to create your life and prioritizing and keeping with the integrity of the promises you made for yourself. Because we all have intentions or, or desires or dreams, but it's the integrity of keeping your word to yourself that brings you that peace and joy and then allows you to do more. And that all comes from a feeling of self-importance, which Mm. we have been talked out of since birth. Oh, for sure. For sure. Women have been told that we're not enough since Mm -hmm. we came out. And we look everywhere that we can look. We're going to see the messages that, you know, hit us and, and reinforce some of these false beliefs that we have, that we're not enough, that we need this, that we need that. And I think that those are the things that... Um, we need to really be able to um, look into and be open to seeing before you make a step into, you know, trying to uh, reinvent the wheel or really tap into and in, in reprogramming yourself. You need to be able to accept it first. Yeah. And everyone needs to know that this is something you can't do alone. You mm-hmm. cannot, no. you're working at the capacity of your capabilities, meaning you can't know something you don't know. So people like you and I have the roadmap because we've discovered it, we've gone there, mm-hmm. we can take you there, but you can't do it without the help of somebody who's already done it. Right. And I, and I think that this is why we all need coaches. And I think mm-hmm. that it's such a, um, such a woo-woo thing to some people. 
But the reality is that people have had coaches, mentors, uh, people that have poured into them for hundreds and thousands of years. We just didn't have coaching or that name, right, as it, as it is accepted now or, or called. Well, look at all the great philosophers. Mm -hmm. They all had mentors. Look at how modern medicine started or look mm -hmm. at the professors at school. There's the only difference is we don't have a textbook. We specialize and customize right. things to meet the need and the outcomes and the transformations that the individual <laughs> wants. Right. And what I love is that, you know, we all have our individual gifts that we bring into the mix and that we, we understand the concepts, but then we can, um, I love working with other coaches like you because you you understand and i know that i may not be the right coach for somebody else mm. and then there's no scarcity mindset right, right? there's enough to go there's around enough to go around for sure and i think that if we continue to just be in this collaborative state and this is why i love uh, clubhouse right uh because we find each other um we've created a community and then we just you know i learn so much from everyone every time i go in there it in, is such an amazing platform. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, tell me a little bit about, you know, we were talking about mentors and coaches and leaders. Who has been someone that inspires your life and has uh, touched you and, and made you who you are? Oh, my God. There's been so many, right? <laughs> uh, the very first woman that I ever worked with, and I don't even know if she's coaching anymore or has a program because... Mm -hmm. She has a baby now and that's Aww. like her, she just loves it. She loves being a mom, but, um, Sheila Veers was one of the, was the very first coach <laughs> I invested in. And she's the one that got me moving from dieting and struggle mm. and working from external circumstances into alignment with who I needed to be and how I needed created creating calmness in my life. Right. Uh, that was so many years ago that I don't even know if she's a coach anymore. That's so awesome. she was absolutely awesome. But um, most recently, I would say Jim Fortin, he helped me expand into the cosmic being that I am today. And then his brother-in-law, um, Don Javier, which is actually uh, my husband and I work with as uh, he's a sorcerer, shaman, mm -hmm. okay, magic man. Yeah. So he is created huge transformation in our home and our household. Oh, this is amazing. This is so great. I have a question that um, I heard somebody ask the other day, and I have to, I typically don't use other questions that people ask, but I was so intrigued by this. And I, I want to share this with you. Um, if you had to look at life and you had to look at um, different aspects of life, what aspect of life would you put a warning label on? Perception and interpretation. Mm. Because so everything good. that you see or think or the interpretations that you have created that you believe to be true are nothing more than your point of view. Yeah. Change you, your point of view, change your perception. Change everything. 
change your outcome. Change, you know, and I think in the room that we we were speaking the other day that I jumped in quickly in between things, uh, that was one of the things that I was talking about. I think that when you think something, you then begin to feel and generate that feeling based on your thought. And then you begin to act and create a result for yourself. And that perception, you know, we sometimes someone snaps at us and we think they hate us or, and then we begin to agonize like, oh, uh, I, this person hates me. What did I do? Or how did I hurt their feelings? And, you know, I want to clarify, we don't hurt somebody else's feelings. They choose just like you're choosing to perceive this person doesn't like you based on what they said. And then you go about life creating these results for yourself. And I personalizing. Yeah. Personalizing your experiences into what you believe to be true. That's incredibly important to understand because yeah, I use that example of somebody coming like your spouse or children or whatever coming home and not saying hello. And you come up (laughs) with all these stories, these ideas, like they must be mad at me Right? where they could have a cold and just want to go to bed. They could have, you know, gotten a ticket on the way home from work. It doesn't have to be about you. And it's funny. I have to remind myself that all the time in relationships, especially with my husband, like he'll come in and I'm like, hi, and he's, and maybe he doesn't, you know, say hi back the way I want him to. And again, I think I talked about that this becomes a manual. We want people to act a certain way to fill our scripts. But the reality is that people are not refrigerators or they don't come with a manual. And we need to. And, you know, and these are not my uh, these are not my original concepts. These are concepts from from my mentors, from their mentors. Generations. That, yeah, yes. that, that have been around. Um I actually just interviewed um, Justin Guarini. Do you know him? The guy from American Idol. He was the first runner up in the first ever American Idol. He lost to Kelly Clarkson. Um, I don't know. I, so, I've never watched it. Okay. So I had never watched American Idol until it it went off the air and it came back. And because I like, I like uh, Lionel Richie and Katy Perry. So I, I've been watching and I don't watch a lot of television, but um I met him in Clubhouse and what, and I had, so he went on to, and, and, you know, you have to listen to the interview uh, uh, for the podcast, but he went on to, he stars on Broadway. He is the guy that does the commercial for Dr. Pepper, which I don't drink soda. So, and I don't drink, like root beer. So sorry. Um, anyhow, but he, he is doing some coaching now. Um, and he is a confidence coach and he's been, uh, his, his process is based on four pillars and it's very, it's interesting how, you know, again, we're so interconnected and related and, um, he, he based some of the four pillars of what he does on some of the teachings of Byron Katie, uh, which of course I love. And, and, um, I think that, you know, if I want to have someone for dinner, that would be one of my people. <laughs> um, are you a reader? I used to be. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, it, are you asking me if I read self-help books? Oh, oh, or you or just anything. Read in or, you know, or, or cheesy I, romance novels. I don't know. So, yeah, I used to be, I went through a phase where, like I said, for decades, I just read like mm-hmm. self-expansion, self-help, and I stopped reading those and I enjoy, 
the classics from time. I love mm. Camus. I love um, nice. Gabriel Garcia Marquez is my favorite author oh, of all I time. Oh, I love him. Oh my gosh. Actually, yeah. Alexa uh, just told me, hold on. Maybe it was like a couple weeks ago was his birthday. I mean, he's passed, obviously, but it was his birthday. And I knew that. And it was so funny because I came downstairs and I always say, good morning, Alexa, as I open my blinds. And um, he's like, oh, today is Gabriel Garcia Marquez's birthday. I'm like, talk I about <laughs> Talk about somebody who was incredibly tapped in. Mm, absolutely connected 100 years of solitude was one of the most spiritual books i've ever read in my life i just absolutely adored it um yeah so i i read um i read i have dyslexia so it takes me a while to get Mm -hmm. through a book but i do enjoy um reading novels now i'm not Mm -hmm. so much into the self-help or expansion what are you reading as a novel what has been one of the best novels that you've read lately I'm trying to think of the last one I read. I read The Fall by Camus. Ooh, okay. I love that one. We're going to put that in the show notes. So people need to check it out. And you need to step in. You know who Camus was, right? Yeah, yeah. And I, I, and, but for our listeners, (laughs) why don't you share? Uh, A beautiful French existentialist that wrote novels that aligned with his theological beliefs it's it's interesting because um i have a friend who does quotes a lot of camus but i've never read any uh, Mm. of his stuff so but i that's how i was introduced to him it's like you can get through it in a day so okay well maybe that will be a challenge i'm gonna have to go in and and uh, i i tend to go through faces um i read between you know business books and then i'll go back to biographies and then i'll go into um fun stuff so it depends on the mood i typically have two or three books going at a time so there is a one book that if i was the first book mm-hmm. that i tell my students or master classers mm-hmm. uh to read is love yourself like your life depends on it period that's like the very mm-hmm. first book that anyone should read right out okay the gate. So I love that. If you haven't read it. Okay, I haven't read it. So I'm oh my god. I am gonna make a note of it. Yes. Okay. It is the very first book that I recommend. And I'm gonna tell you this. The students that pick it up right out of the gate in week one of my master class mm-hmm. are their trajectory and their transformation is rapid. Those that wait until they rejoin a second time or wait uh-huh. later on, you can see the difference in the transformation. Okay. It's an easy read, but it's incredibly powerful mm. because we're all looking for self-love. So it gets you on that journey. Okay. I love it. Um, speaking of self-love, um, tell me a little bit of how you pl- replenish your spirit. All day. <laughs> I, this I'm, is the oh, best I'm continually. So, uh, one thing that I truly believe is that your morning routine is the most valuable routine that you can have <laughs> because it sets you up for the rest of the, your day. And you hear this from everyone from Brene mm-hmm. Brown to uh, Maxwell to mm-hmm. John Maxwell yeah. to everyone, right? So, we all know this to be true. Right. So, a very, my strongest morning part of my morning routine is I ground myself in a specific self hypnosis that I have developed. Mm -hmm. 
And I take myself into that. And then I move into Kundalini meditation. Mm. And then I have some quiet time after. So therefore, I can start by cleaning out my cup of all that dirty, grimy stuff that has Mm. occurred just from being alive for the last 24 hours. And then I can fill my cup back up with Kundalini yoga or Mm. meditation. And Mm -hmm. then the last half is just allowing downloads from my higher self to come through and tell me what I need to do or the messages I need to spread in the world. I I love this. I actually um, did a Kundalini yoga Thursday. Yeah, it was Thursday. And I just felt so alive and connected and <sighs> such a gift, such a gift. It's my favorite Kundalini meditation. And mm-hmm. I'm sure your audience can tell I'm, my voice is very low, so it radiates throughout the whole neighborhood. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder like how far people can hear me. Well, and, and that's part of just showing up as yourself and knowing that that's fine. And if people can hear you, perfect. Maybe they will be attracted and, and, and intrigued by what you're doing and go in their own experimenting journey, right? Exactly. Uh, well, this, this conversation is so cool. I, I really love hearing from you. I really love being able to get to know you in a deeper level. Um, you mentioned your 10X program for people that are interested. What is the, um, what is the journey that you, you take your clients through? Sure. So in within the 10 week rapid recovery masterclass, I implement my 10X method, which takes you from awareness and just becoming more aware of where you're operating from, where you have been operating from your belief systems, your thought process into the brain science of it. So you can really understand where you are, how to connect to your subconscious, how to really reprogram that. Then we go into the hypnosis and how you can really deliver and implement that subconscious reprogramming And then I go, I take you from operating in the three dimension, which we are not living in now. We're living in the 5D. So after you really understand and you can connect through the um, self-hypnosis, you begin to understand your perception and your interpretation of the world around you through your three-dimensional brain and understand that this body, this one self is just a pinky finger of who you really are and your ability to start creating and manifesting from a much higher state of being, having a love and understanding for this physical body, but knowing you are on this earth, not of it. Mm. And then taking you into understanding more about the reciprocation of energy, Mm -hmm. how giving and receiving is so connected with the growth of your business, how you're showing up in life, how you can really develop and uh, manifest at a Mm -hmm. higher level, um, great wealth and health, because your financial and physical well being are directly related to each other. I agree with that. I and I think that um, how you show up in one area of your life is how you show up in every area of your life. Yep. So it is true. Yeah, absolutely. So um, the doors are, I open the doors for that four times a year. They're Mm -hmm. only open for about a week at a time. So Mm -hmm. 
Definitely check out the website at thecosmicvalkyrie.com, which is V-A-L-K-Y-R-I-E. And on the front page there, we'll have a link to the 10X method and masterclass. Perfect. And uh, your website has an amazing blog section as well that people can check out and binge on is uh, you're going in this journey and you need to stay tuned. Make sure that you register for um, Lynn's uh, email list so that you can be connected and follow her on Instagram. And if you're in Clubhouse, of course, you know, ping that little bell so that you can be notified when she's going live because she's and, in some amazing rooms. Yeah. And the most important thing is, is that I do have my own podcast, which you are going to be featured on. I can't Thank remember you. when that's going to be launched, but it is edited and it is in the Ooh. feed. So the Cosmic Valkyrie podcast every Wednesday, I interview mm-hmm. people that are just out there doing amazing work. Well, you and- are in my rotation and I am so glad that you are. <laughs> I, uh, I I enjoy listening on Wednesdays. It's definitely, I, awesome. I don't listen right in the morning at times, but it does get downloaded and uh, make sure that you follow um, and, and subscribe people because, and if you like what you're listening to, in Lynn's podcaster mind, make sure that you also share and give us a review because as podcasters, that means the world to us. Mm, very much so. It helps all of us together, mm-hmm. the listeners, the interviewers, the interviewees transform more lives because we get more views on algorithms. So I Absolutely. always appreciate every review. Absolutely. And uh, thank you so much for being a part of the Casa de Confidence on a Saturday. It's uh, Mother's Day weekend. And I, I honor you and I thank you for being here and for sharing your area of genius with all of us and, and helping us learn and dig a little deeper into some of these topics that definitely increase our self-love. And the more that we love each other, the more that we can go out confidently. Thank you so much. All right. Well, have a great day. And I will see you in the streets of Clubhouse. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. I'll talk to you later. All right. Take care. You too. Thanks for joining us this week on the Casa de Confidence podcast with Julie DeLuca Collins. Remember to check her out on Instagram and Facebook and always click subscribe to catch every new episode. Remember, leave a review so we can continue to bring you fresh content. And as always, go confidently in the direction of your dreams. Hi, everybody. I know that sometimes we get very lonely in this entrepreneur journey, and I want to invite you to join us into our limited time only Purposeful You Mastermind. For many of us entrepreneurs, we believe that we can do it all, but the reality is that doing it alone only creates a lot of overwhelm. So join us at the Purposeful You Mastermind. You can find out more information by going to bit.ly forward slash Julie's mastermind. This is going to be the place where you are able to then unlock your full potential and achieve long-term success for your business. 
push you behind your current limits, expand your connections, discover new ideas, and implement them with confidence. You're going to get the support in all aspects and transforming you to the six-figure business you've been looking for. Pause and get off the hamster wheel if you've been spinning around. This is a time where you can get that support from like-minded entrepreneurs that are here to join you in your journey. Together, we can challenge the assumptions and land the speaking engagements and opportunities we want to grow our business and make an impact in the lives of people. See you then. Remember, you can find the mastermind at bit.ly. Julie's Mastermind.